right. yeah, like I was feeling better, you know, like my like my back was like my back was kind of starting to ache a little bit, you know, like my neck and then just certain other things that kind of mm. support, you know, like your body, you know, that's yeah. starting to ache. And I was like, damn, I need to do something. And But I, I, I didn't put the foot forward to be like, you know, I'm going to start exercising and working out or anything. Well, at least work with, like, that outlet, you know, to get you to, like, fucking do a exercise in a form, Because, like, the first week or two, bro, I was sore like a motherfucker. It was, <laughs> yeah. like, like working out, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, and I was, like, dead tired. My legs, like, just from going up and down the the, the stairs yeah. and the houses, you know? I'm, like, shit. I'm, like, <laughs> you know? And, like, now it's, like, I'm like you just, I just feel better, yeah. you know? Like, now I feel you because that's me and Lalo are... About the same, right? Like, Lalo started working out with me maybe a couple, like, two weeks now. And the first week, like, you should have seen him. He couldn't even extend his arm, you know? Like, he was, like, oh, like, in pain to, like, go past this, you know? And, like, I was the same way the first two weeks. And now, like, I can work out and, like, I can actually, like, push myself and not feel like I have to throw up or feel like shit afterwards, you know? Right. Dude, I even feel better in this shirt. Like, already, like, I feel my arms getting bigger and, like, it's tighter on myself, you know? And like you said, like, I was getting out of shape, dude. Like, I was, like... Feeling my body like like kind of like close in on itself, you know, and like my muscles like you know weak. I feel like like when you're not your body's not at its proper like BMI or whatever, yeah. you just you your bones don't feel as healthy. Yeah, you know. So I was I was a little heavier, you know, and I was feeling like damn my my bones are doing a little bit more mm-hmm. to carry all this extra bullshit, you know, and um. I, I overall I just feel better. I don't feel as achy anymore. You know, I feel I I get up and like I just you know I stretch and I'm like all right, you know like I yeah. feel I feel looser now. Yeah, you know I feel like like I mean I remember I mean not that I don't like working out. It's just I don't have the time. You know and yeah. like yeah. even when I do have the time, it's like well I rather spend the time hanging out with my family and stuff than go burn myself out again at the gym or, no, yeah, or go you know. But I think. I, I will start a little bit more of a regiment, you know, yeah. like even do go to the park and just get some uh, prison workouts in at the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just fucking walk around with gallons of milk. Just just okay. <laughs> grab Camila. Just start doing squats. Just over my head. Over just over everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but shit. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's get to the card. Um, Take it off. It was man. pretty weak. I mean, that's why we kind of started off the yeah. podcast like that. Because, yeah. <laughs> I mean... Main event. First. Kudos to kudos to uh, Holland for for you know kind of serv- not surviving the Stepping card. Up. That sounds stupid. Uh, for saving the card, mm-hmm. you know, it's sur- the main event survived kind of, and um, it's just very lackluster. The whole card was just a bunch of decisions, only a few finishes, um, and the decisions. I mean, some of the decisions were well fought, but you know, like all the fighters start to fade at the end. You know? Yeah, it wasn't like. Oh shit! With this third round, anybody could take it. You it's know? a war, yeah, the whole way through. Right, and um, it was just really disappointing. You know, I think Vittori just played it safe. You know, he had some moments where he he landed some good strikes on Holland, but I don't think it was anything that had Holland in trouble. I think it was just at times where Vittori was getting clipped, like, oh shit, let me just take let me down. take him down. Yeah, you know, and we we already seen that Holland. That's his. His weak point is his grappling, because obviously everybody at 185, bro, is way bigger than him. Yeah, uh, I, w- you know? I wanted to bring up kind of a. You think it's more to Holland's ground game that why people have to play it safe when they're on the ground? Well, just the last two fights, like they weren't as active of like trying to finish him on the ground, but they could easily take him to the ground and hold him there. I think because he's active on his back, they have to do like I gotta tire him, mm-hmm. you know, so that the whole time they're like, "Fuck, I gotta tire him." And just holding hold him down and tire him so that he's not moving so much or trying to um, get up or or attempt submissions or scramble anything like that. and do shit like that. So I think that's the like same thing with Brunson. He was getting clipped and then he's like, "Fuck, let me take him down and just hold him and tire him out on the ground," and then it worked. You know, unfortunately for Holland, he just doesn't have the the muscle mass yeah to keep up. He has the cardio. We've seen that he has he can he can keep the pace of five rounds, mm-hmm. but he just doesn't have the muscle mass to keep a guy that's that heavy and that strong off of him the whole time. You well, know? with that too, the technique, right? Cause like at the same time, it's like, yeah, he did a lot better this time in a way defending some of the takedowns. Like he did really good, but there was still those positions where like, I felt like the technique wasn't all there. Like if he would have maybe had like a little bit more technical guidance or like an idea of what to do, 
maybe he could have helped himself a lot in like certain positions because it's been like two weeks, three weeks since the Brunson fight. You know, hardly any time to learn. He didn't get a chance to go to AKA or whatever, do some training. So I'm like, fuck. But like you said, with the whole him taking him down, I thought Vittori did some good like moments because he was trying to like get the the submissions. Like he was going for an arm triangle at one point, but Holland did very well to like defend it. I think it's just his defensive jujitsu is really good. Like as far as like like getting a submission on him is going to be very hard because he trains under that guy Travis Luter, who's like a fucking G in jujitsu. And um, yeah, I think he did good, man. Like for him stepping up last minute to to go in and make a much better account of himself than he did with the Brunson fight, I thought that was the most important thing. Look, he looked a, he he definitely looked a lot more um, zeroed in and focused yeah. and not you know like he did a little bit of talking, but it wasn't like. Over the top, he wasn't smiling. Well, then, hey, Habib, yeah, some fucking wrestling tips. He wasn't, he wasn't doing anything to like, um, overly exert himself with talking. You know, like, yeah. I mean, he did, he did give a a, a couple words to Vittorio, all like, oh, this, all you want to do is hug me. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> so I, I get it, like, to try to like discourage somebody mentally or break them down mentally, but excuse me, but I think ultimately, um. Holland is just, he's just not heavy enough. Because I, I think you, you were telling me yesterday that um, Vittoria is like the second heaviest middleweight yeah. on fight day. Yes. You know, so if he's up in the 200s and up like almost 215. Almost, 211. So that that's, bro, 211. Holland no, had to be like 187, you, he 190. Yeah, maybe. he weighed in at 183. So maybe he like didn't even have to cut. Right there. Yeah. So if anything, he's 185 going into the fight. You know, and. When you have a guy that who whose game is to to hold you down if they can't get in the range and and and, and strike with you, is that his normal game? Because I've never seen much of Vittori. Like well, Vittori's pretty well rounded. Yeah, he he trains at Kings MMA where they they focus pretty much on everything. Mm-hmm. Everyone at Kings MMA is pretty damn well rounded. You yeah, know? for sure. You got uh, Benil Darius. Gastelum. You got Gastelum, who's the same thing. They're all mm-hmm. grappling. They their their base is grappling, but they got powers and and in their hands and they got pretty good striking, you know. So yeah, he's constantly getting training too with uh, Fabricio Verdum and Rafael Cordero is the yeah. coach. So mm-hmm. I mean, that just goes to show you that striking is is number one there, but everyone's base is grappling there. Yeah, you know? Neiman so, Gracie just went there too now. So yeah, so I mean, they got it's a strong team. I mean, yeah. it's they're representing uh, Orange County. Yeah, pretty damn strong. And uh, I mean, Vittori looked like he did what he needed to do, you know, and he wasn't himself. He wasn't impressed, you know, with his performance. He's like, you know what? I'm not happy with myself. I got the win, but you know, it's not how I wanted to but win. Can I ask you this? Can Do you think this merits a title shot for Vittori? Cause he's going on five wins now. Nah. If anything, I was going to say, I would like to see him versus Brunson. Now that'd be a good fight. Cause they're talking all this shit to each other. That'd be cool. You know? And you they know? just got past the same person. Exactly. I mean, they got, they got, they share an opponent. They did the same thing to him, so it's like, all right, let's yeah. see if you guys can go do that to each other. Can you, can you, who, who's gonna out grapple each other, or who's gonna get slept? You know, if it, if mm-hmm. uh, if the grappling cancels out, it's somebody's getting slept. You know, that's yeah. That's what it, I think that's what it comes down to. But yeah, that's a good fight, Brunson Vittori. Um, I mean, Vittori seems pretty uh, set, settled on, um, pretty set on getting a title fight. You know, but I don't think he he, he gets one. I think he gets a finish. Like Arnold Allen. It sounds like said, Leon Edwards right now. Like yeah. Arnold Allen in the co-main said it himself. Like, oh, I wanted a top five guy, but I didn't get a finish. So now it looks like I got to go get a finish, and then I can yeah. call somebody out in the top five. You know? So that's just that's just like a self-analyzation of like, hey, you know what? Like, yeah, I got a good win streak going, but it, that don't mean shit if I'm not over here, like, capturing the, the moment. The moment or, yeah. or capturing, like, the, the audience's like oh shit! Like damn, he, he had like, a main event. He fucking slept him. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you get what I'm saying? So it's just he didn't he didn't capitalize like he should have. You know, this is the second main event, um, and Vittori just got a safe win. You yeah. Know? So I think maybe Brunson, if he can get a, a or whoever he gets lined up with, if he can get a finish, whether it's a submission or a, a, a knockout, I think that will project him to like, because that'll catch Adesanya's. Yeah. Attention. It's not so much like, okay, what the UFC thinks. Because 
I think it comes down to what Adesanya wants at the end of the day. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look at they gave Usman a rematch with with Masvidal yeah. because that's what he, he asked for. It, yeah. yeah. So that just goes to show you that the the champion has a lot of push and a lot of power. So, um, with and that shit, being said, even Yoel, Yoel got a title shot off fucking like two, two three losses like, or something actually, like so that. With that being said, I think if if he shows Adesanya like, oh shit, okay, you know what? He made an improvement. He got a finish. Yeah. On a main event, fuck it, I'll give him a rematch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like. Same thing with Whitaker. Whitaker's on a on a comeback again, and he wants he wants a title fight and he wants a rematch with Adesanya, but he knows that he has to do something that's gonna get mm-hmm. that attention. And, and that. that one's hard though, because like even with that one, like like I feel like Whitaker has done his work to do what he did against two fucking top notch opponents in Darren Till and Jared Cannonier to go out there and finish. Well, not finish him, but like I mean, he was so close to finishing Jared Cannonier, and at Darren Till he. He fucked there until up the whole fight, pretty much. And he was doing very well to, like, keep his distance, fighting different. So let me ask you this. How do you think uh, Darren Till would have done against uh, Marvin Vittori? I think he would have smashed him. I think he would have uh, disabled him. On, not disabled him, but he would have dismantled him. Yeah, because he would have been able to have a better takedown defense, you know, because he's bigger, has a little bit more strength on him now, able to, like, keep that off the ground. And as far as striking goes, that's all day for him. That's I feel like he would have been able to piece him up and put his game plan on him. First round, Holland was like, yeah. boom, boom, yeah, switching it up, Working kick, well. kick outside, kick inside, kick up top, kick in the middle, boom. Like, it had Vittori like, oh shit, I gotta close this distance or else I'm not winning this fight. And yep. he did, he did it quick. Yeah, so he adapted quick, so which which was good to see. But I think Till being a bigger, stronger guy and who actually has a little bit more of a, he's not a black belt. But he does have a stronger, like, uh, wrestling um, defense, you know? Yeah. And uh, I think for sure Till would have... Um, I think he could have finished him, dude. I think Till... I, I think Till... I mean, he's a little gun-shy. You know, he's he, he's not a high-volume striker. But he's very precise. And he picks his shots, you know? So I think he would have landed something on, on Vittori that would have ultimately led to to a finish whether it was a choke or something you know because um till i mean till has good grappling he, he hasn't really showed it but he he's he, he trains with some big fucking dudes too over there in uh liverpool it sucks that he broke his collarbone leading up to the fight it would have been so good yeah you know he just has bad luck it seems like you know so, and, so i was gonna say with this going forward if i was to make a prediction of how i think things are going to play out for the division i would say Whitaker gets the dub next week versus Gastelum, and then his next fight is going to be a title shot rematch. Hopefully. I think he deserves it by now. Three fights already winning after you being a number one contender. But that fight, I feel like it's going to be a lot harder than, like, last two fights for, for Whitaker. I see. I would have liked this fight. I don't know why. For I would have liked this fight for the belt when it was supposed to be for yeah, the belt. Yeah, that would have been dope. Because they were both at their, their peak, Yeah, you know, and both at their prime. So, I mean, I guess they're still in their prime right now, but they were both at their peak. <laughs> the yeah. pinnacle of, like, their careers, you know, and they were both on, on streaks, and they were just... Looking I damn think good. Whitaker had just beaten Yoel. Fucking Gastelum had just knocked out. Michael Whitaker Bisping had just went Savage. through a fucking war. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Gastelum did get a kind of. I hate to say, it, but like a layup. Yeah. <laughs> they cool. tossed him one for sure. You know, Bisping, Bisping was coming off one of the, like GSP. Yeah, he was coming off one of a, a fucking a war that he got choked out in, and then he himself says like, "Damn, I shouldn't have took that fight." You know, I took yeah. back at it, back at it now. He was on short notice. It was in China and. Yeah, he no, was like, was he's like, I didn't even see the shot that landed on me because my eye was so fucked up already at that point that it hit me out of nowhere. Like, I, you could tell I didn't see it coming at all, and I was like, fuck. Bruds. It shows me out that he went, he was able to fight and go through multiple fights and even have some good results with having such a bad fucking eyesight already. Like, going that bad, you know what I mean? Like, Bisping just, is, is something else. And speaking of Bisping, um, I was watching the uh, Arnold Allen, and he has a lot of... I see a lot of Michael Bisping in him. I don't know. I don't know if it's his stance, or if it's his footwork, or if it's his like his striking. You know what I think? It's a dog in him, because I felt like during yesterday's fight, we can transition to yeah. call me that's perfect. But Sadiq Yusuf versus Arnold Allen. I feel like Arnold Allen was just so on game the whole time, like so willing to be in the fight, like grinded out the whole fight because he knew that it wasn't going to be easy. And at any moment, if he caught himself slipping, like Sadiq would be able to capitalize. And he he just seemed like. 
He was like, I'm locked in. Like, this whole time, I'm locked in, ready to go. No, very, he, he fought a very smart smart fight. And um, he just looked very technical. The first two rounds, he looked dangerous. You know, I was like, yeah. shit. I think in the third round, if he can keep it like this, he can for sure get a finish. So that kick that he landed? Yeah, you know, okay. So <laughs> in the first round, I was like, okay. Uh, it seems like they're kind of still trying to find each other's uh, timing and range. And Arnold it was, like, just quick with his left hand, you know. And then he was tagging him. And I guess... I think he separated with his right hand on his cheek and then just bink with the straight left. Him. And it had him, like, down. He yeah. knocked him down. And I was like, oh, shit, okay. That was the first time I, th- I think I've, I've seen Sadiq rock like that, you know? And I was like, oh, shit. And then he followed up with a, a, a shot on the ground, and um, Sadiq just did well to, to recover and survive that round. But clearly lost that round, you know? And yeah. then the second one, <coughs> it looked like Sadiq was kind of a little, kind of uh, pressuring a little bit more, landing a little bit better shots. Mm-hmm. But just got got caught with that that head kick was just I the the angle when it happened live I was like oh it came off the hand it probably just it it brushed like he probably blocked it enough but it still got through to where it, it was like oh and then they show the replay yeah. oh the replay it looked like it just it literally was like it skid his head clean bro and I was like oh and he was late to and so when when I seen the reaction in his body, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Like, the way, because he went down to block it, got hit, and then was like, so when he came back up, he was all wobbled, you know? And he stepped. And, he, and then when he stepped to, um, you know, I, I don't know if he went to shoot in or what, but then he, you know, fell down and got yeah. knocked over. And I was like, oh, shit, there, there's the end of the fight. Because then Arnold kind of was, like, trying to take his back. And I was yeah. like, oh, shit. I was like, he, this is it. And in the third round, I think Arnold, he said it himself, like, he fatigued trying to get the finish. And he was just like, fuck, I got to just win this third round and not get hit with something that... Because Sadiq in the third round was like, I'm losing this fight. I need to fucking knock this guy out. And for sure. you could see it in the way he was fighting. That yeah. Looking for that finish, trying to go for it. That's, like, what you want to see, though, from a young contender that's coming up. Like, even though they had a very hard-fought fight, I thought it was good for him to, like, still face that adversity he i mean i give him credit for not going out on some of those shots to be honest because that could have put so many other people to sleep but he was still in it i mean this is now going on i think this is six years arnold allen stays undefeated in the ufc because he's been in the ufc since like 2015 i looked it up the other day but he but he only has one fight a year he yeah he's very quiet yeah very quiet guy doesn't fight often Mm -hmm. and and same thing his fighting style is just it's it's technical and it's like it's it's nothing flashy, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that's why he doesn't get the attention that he has, or maybe his name is not, it doesn't ring as many bells, you know? Yeah. But um, I knew he was going to be a player at, at 145 for sure because this this kid is just clean, you know? And I think he has one loss. Yep. So he's, he's 10 he's, and 1. He's riding like that. the undefeated streak in, in the UFC. Mm-hmm. He leads the uh, 145ers in, uh, in the win streak. Oh, yeah. So uh, he's at 8. The champs at seven, yep, and, and then, then there's someone else at like, at six. There you go, yeah. So, I think he he deserves the top guy. Um, I gotta look at the rankings, but I think a, a, a guy like uh, Zabit, someone in the top five. What'd you think of his call out? Maybe Yair. Um, who did he call out? He Shit. called out the winner of uh, Ige versus Zombie. Mm. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad at that. At either one of them. I like that. That it, that it gets his name out there with two yeah. guys that are are finishers. Yeah. Um, cause fuck, dude, that fight. Korean Ooh. Zombie's a big name right now, and then I mean he's just been a big name, you know, from him going out and into the UFC again, like having that military leave and then coming back, like that on top of Ige becoming like an uprising star. Either of those would be really good for his name, cause I feel like now, especially that he got this coming event, from now he has to just build on top of that and like keep getting main cards important cards like be on those big events and hopefully he's a little bit more active not just one fight a year i want to see him in there again in a year, you at know least I mean? two yeah at least two a year that'd be because solid i understand you, you know um him being from the uk you know i'm sure traveling is, is tough um training out there i'm sure is tough um and then to just the training and the injuries and the weight cuts you know like not everybody can can be like Holland and step up on 21 days oh, notice yeah. and shit like that, you know? So these fighters really take a lot of out, out of themselves to prepare for these fights, the fight themselves when it comes down to it, the injuries that they get. and Because even though they they seem to walk away, you know, they, they got a few scratches and shit, I know their shins are fucking wham, 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 flaring, bro, just fucking 
you know, elbows, hands, everything just sore, their face, fucking. So not only do you want to take maybe a week or two to recover, but now, like, I'm sure some of those injuries are like, okay, I, I, I don't know. No, nah, but you need to attend to them and, like, give them, right. like, at least two, three months to heal and, like, you know, get get that recovery in to be your optimal self to come back, which I understand, you know. Not, and not it's, a, like, it's a bitch because you're like, ah, come back already, you right. know. Right, but then but you can't. To him, maybe he needs that to come yeah. back his, his best self. Yeah. You know? And if so. he's being the way he's been as far as being tactical with who he chooses and his rise up to the top, like, I understand that completely. You know what I mean? So I, I get it. I get it. I get it. Let's go on to Mackenzie Dern versus Nina Ansaroff. That's uh, the next Nina one, Nina right? Nunez now. Nina Nunez, yeah. Um, you kick it off, the bro. So well, Mackenzie Dern with that finish in the second round. Mackenzie Dern just came out firing, like, yeah. just fucking... 100 miles an hour just shot out the gate, you know? And I was like, oh, shit, okay, maybe maybe it's not the best tactic against a striker because you don't want to gas out against somebody who will fuck you up. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nina is pretty damn good on the feet, you know? But, um, yeah, she just kept the pace, was on her face, it was in her face, and then uh, ultimately took her down to the mat and it was a good trip, you know? Just tied her up, got, got the leg, and then tripped her down, and then just... You can tell once they got to the ground, bro. This was like, oh, this is this is my game. You yeah, tell, you can see like, it just it was just auto, a matter of, of um, timing, movement, you know, shit like that. And uh, ultimately, she got once she gets a hold of an arm, dude, and she just or any limb for that matter, she had a hold a hold of a limb, dude. It just could be devastating. For yeah, her, you know. So um, you could tell right away it was just painful because she tapped like not even. Like, she didn't even try to fight out of it. Mm-mm. You know, she did the most fighting she could, you know, holding on uh, onto her arm and ultimately got the tap right away. And just Mackenzie, Mackenzie Dern has, what, four submissions now in the 115? She's tied for the most with uh, Jillian Robertson now. Jillian Robertson, who, who who loves the rear naked choke, you know. Yeah. But Mackenzie Dern is just showing that she can, no matter what she grabs a hold of, bro, your mm-hmm. neck, your leg, your, your arm, anything, she... She'll make yep. you tap. She has a good squeeze. And she got sh- Hannah Cyphers with the fucking her leg. And then she got, was it? She got somebody else with an with arm, arm bar. bar. Yeah, recently too. And then she outstruck Jan Daroba. Yep. Um, that was kept, a surprise. Kept, you know, so she's she's on a, a rise again. Yeah. You know? So I, I'm, I'm excited to see who she gets next. Um, she's going to get a, 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 I don't know if she already had a number to her name. I think she did. Um, but she's gonna be top five. I well, think. for sure now, because I well, mean, cause, oh, Nina was five. Yeah, so I think she might be borderline top five, or maybe even top five. Because you know? she was, uh, she was at eleven when the fight happened. Mm-hmm. Eleven and five. So yep. now she for sure has to move up the rankings. Hopefully, even that's, get a bigger that's challenge. A, that's a big fight because Nina, yes. like I like I was saying, she's no one to, to fuck around with, dude. She, yeah, she was coming off a long layoff because um, you know, she had a baby and then. Her last fight, it was, what, 2019, I believe? Mm-hmm. But she had a baby six months ago, and she's already back, which is, like, that's Making big. 115, bro, that's insane. I was like, wow, you know, kudos to her. She she showed she showed grit, you know? She didn't give up, you know? It wasn't like, fuck, I'm on the ground, all right, she has my arm, all right, yeah. it's over. She fought and fought, and just Mackenzie just is just a different animal on the ground. She just grinded her out, really. I forgot to talk about this fight, but we can talk about it a little bit. Julian Marquez versus Sam Alvey. They were actually the third fight as far as, like, the middle one. You know what I mean? All right. Um, Julian Marquez with that savage finish, honestly. But Sam Alvey is not a guy that's super technical. Even if you look at the YouTube video that the UFC posted about, like, biggest finishes from the fighters on the card. Like, he had a gotten rocked in the clip that they put at first. And then he was, like, throwing some super, like, he's just Those unorthodox. You know? Yeah, weird <laughs> shots. And, like, like, he's just very, like, awkward in the way he fights sometimes. And he just got clipped by Marquez a couple times. And when he got put to sleep, I was just like, fuck, that that sucks. But Marquez, you see, he called out, like, the, the Chiefs for, to play pickleball. <laughs> yeah, pickleball or yeah. Uh, what was the, what's the other sport? Uh, uh, badminton. Yeah. 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 Um, we looked them up the other day. Badminton sounds like that little that mm-hmm. little mm-hmm. thing with the, the little the little ball with like a little a tail on it. Yeah, 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 like yeah. a little net on it. Yes. With, like, a little tennis rackets or something, right? Pickleball is very similar. Pickleball pretty much is like a wiffle ball, and then you have like this paddle, like a square paddle, 
and you just like stay close, it's two on two. So it's like 1920s type shit, right? Yeah, it looks like <laughs> this is like some old shit. Yeah, for sure. You see it in a suburban neighborhood type and of so with the stuff. Goal, yeah. Some country clubs. I see it in Temecula, though. I've seen people have like full on courts of it, full of like of people playing pickleball. So the goal is to not let the ball touch the floor. Touch the floor. So yeah. the floor is lava. You can't floor is lava. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? See old so. ladies diving for that shit. Yeah. You guys ever All seen right. like professional wiffle ball? Oh, oh! When they throw the ball like baseball type shit, yeah, it's like baseball but with like wiffle balls. You ever see that? Nah, dude, they throw wiffle balls with the holes in it, yeah. right? Yeah. They curve the ball ridiculously. Crazy, like, what like, the fuck? They'll throw it this way, throwing and it 90s? just like boom, yeah, like straight down. Hard, so the ball, the little plastic ball. Crazy. And then they have <laughs> are the they bats. plastic? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then they have the bats, but they play like a short field, so everyone's kind of close. And then the home run is is easy to get. You just gotta see. Like I'm imagining play school. You know, like that brand play school the, that makes toys for kids yeah. and shit. Like, I'm imagining that little ball. Is it a different design ball? I'm sure it's, no, it's the same. constructed. It's essentially the same one, that white one with like holes so inside of it. To the point where, like, I don't know if you can see this. Alexis. The ball just starts throwing, like, some crazy curves on it. Cause but it has some. So it's ball. like a short field, though. Yeah, yeah. short, oh, okay. short field. Because if you hit it up with a bat, it doesn't really go that far. Yeah, even if you hit it hard, like, to yeah. the ball, the gives it that airflow. Okay, so this pretty looks pretty right. dope. Okay. Yeah. It looks like just extreme baseball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, extreme. Even like when they hit it, the ball, ball goes all with crazy. When you're a kid, you know. Yes. <laughs> it's like wreck, that wreck shit. But um, going on to the fights again, let's go to uh, Mike Perry versus Daniel Rodriguez. Mike Perry broke his nose again. For show, for show. Mike Perry. Um, well, I mean, he needs to learn to move his head and maybe he won't break his nose. Yeah, Daniel yeah. Rodriguez is fucking a G. I mean, he has power behind his hands, bro. Every time he was hitting him, you could just hear like sick thud, just pop, pop. You know, every time you hit him, and I was like, damn. And um, and he's put some people down too in in the short time that he's been in the UFC. Mm-hmm. Um, he hurt, he had Tim Means hurt his last fight. Yeah, that debut finish too, no? Yeah. So I know I know Mike Perry is tough as fuck. And he was beating the fuck up, bro. His face was all bloodied. Yeah. And you can just see in the look in his eyes was, was like, damn, I'm 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 defeated. Like I'm losing this fight. This guy's fucking me up. You know, like he just, he kept pushing forward, but yeah. you can see it in his eyes, like, damn, I'm I'm really getting pieced up right here. And you can and even Daniel, uh that's his name, right? Daniel? Yeah, Daniel Rodriguez. Um was like, I just fell in love with like I was winning with my hands, so I was just like, fuck it, you know, let me just keep out boxing him. And because uh, they were telling him, like, throw kicks, throw kicks. And I don't know if you've seen that clip. Um, they're talking about a mushroom kick. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, throw, all right. So, throw it like when you did when you were on mushrooms. Yeah. And they're like, mushroom kick, mushroom kick. So, I guess that he, he explained a little bit that um, one time he was on mushrooms yeah. with his trainer, or I, I, I don't know, some other guy. And uh, yeah, he said he was just throwing some weird karate type kicks and he's. He's like, I'll, I'll show you guys, you know, maybe <laughs> next time, you know. And, uh, That's funny. I'm, I'm curious to see what the mushroom kick is. Yeah. So honestly, with you saying that, like the way that Mike Perry looked, it makes a lot of sense, especially like seeing what he posted afterwards. He posted, um, I used to be great. I don't know what happened. Like, he's like, but I have to figure out what I have to figure out. I have one fight left on my contract. He's like, and if I have to like go all out there and leave my heart out there, I'm, that's what I'm going to do. And I was like, shit. Well, and then I also appreciated that Darren Till reached out to him and was like, yeah. oh, um, if you need uh, a place to train, uh, you know, I can accommodate you and your family over here in Liverpool. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, like, like, he's like, fuck all the bullshit that we had, the little bullshit beef that we, we were going back they and forth. Made up like, pretty much. Yeah, he's I like, think Till, Till's a family man. He has, yeah. I think, three daughters, you know, so I think he knows, like, at the end of the day, yeah, I fuck around and I talk a lot of shit. But I know if you know if you're serious about this, I, you know I got a place over here for you. You know, and, yeah. And that's that's cool to see. Like even though like they had a little bit of animosity or whatever, like he's still willing to to, to show him because you know ultimately I think that's what Mike Perry is missing is is a lack of um, coaching, like proper uh, coaching. You know, like, like someone he can trust and like having his corner and like, like over there MMA masters. I'm sure they got good coaches, but not someone that's mm-hmm. gonna really dedicate like and show him like you know what you are a good fighter. Let's bring that out of you. You know, yeah. so I think maybe over there in Liverpool, maybe 
I don't know. Because honestly, it's kind yeah, of a stretch, but I don't know too many people out there. But yeah, I mean, I did like how Darian Till came out and said that at least, though, because that shows, like, like you said, even from the beginning of them talking shit, he's always been like, like, hey, this is good hearted. Like, I don't mean this seriously. You're just getting overly mad, you know? And like, he was oh, just capitalizing yeah. on his reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. he made the whole raw dog beer and got like all <laughs> that shit. So like, he was just always going with it and like. Even now, like to see him do that, like I could, I mean, that'd be cool as fuck if they did link up. I don't know if you guys ever saw that, like, um, Instagram live that they did together. That shit was really funny because he's like, Mike Perry at one point's like, I want to hate you so bad. Like, I can't hate you that much, you know? You're a good, like, you're funny into Darren Till and stuff. So I was like, I bet you they could have a really good connection and actually maybe kill it. You never know. Like, that'd be a sick, it'd just be cool because it's fight. like Darren Till still wants to see him winning. You know what I mean? And even though he's like... I don't think Darren Till wishes ill on anyone, you yeah. know? Like, I think he just has that kind of personality where I'm he's like, with you. I'm gonna fuck with you. Don't take it too serious. You know, I got respect for you and, and mm. love for what you do, but, you know, I'm still gonna throw some verbal jabs, you know? And I feel like when him and with Marvin Vittori, if they ever get to link up, oh, that'd be See, nice. Vittori's kind of bitter, dude, because this guy, I feel like because he cuts so much weight, like you were saying, like he's so big. Yeah. And, and like so many of his fights fall out and it's it sucks. <laughs> yeah, honestly. I can see why he's so bitter, but damn, dude, it's not that serious, man. Like, it's super. You know, like you live in California. You're not struggling. You're not fucking like. I mean, I don't know what his real story is, but, you know, you live in California. How bad can it in, in Orange County? How bad can you really have it? You know, like if you don't like cutting that much weight, go up to 205. Fuck, you know, if you're not big enough for 205, then. Sorry, but I don't know what to say. But yeah. you know, like he he does like seem kind of bitter. Like he when people like kind of talk shit, he get, takes it all personal. And he's like to heart, yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, he was super mad during the week, like talking all this shit. Even with the collarbone thing, like saying that there until it was fake or whatever. He's like, I'm getting real questionable about like this collarbone. Like I would have posted X rays and stuff about it right away. And then Darren Till came back and heavy on the internet. I don't know if you called saw him that. a moron. Yeah, and he was like. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> something, something. I don't know. I don't I know what he called him. He called him an orc, an orc-looking motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, from uh, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what he told him. <laughs> like you're Lord of the Rings orc-looking. And honestly, he does kind of. I mean, it's a resemblance there. You know, there's a little resemblance there. All right. But um, shit. That well, that was the main card. That was um, the whole main card. Yeah, and the prelims weren't that strong either. Yeah, the Selecki one was okay. The did you see the Mateo's Gamma finish? Yeah. Did you that see the shit fight? Was pretty pretty. I mean, Scott Holtzman, poor, poor Scotty. Don't tell Scotty. <laughs> Did you see his face afterwards? After oh, the KO, dude. he's kind of just like. He just looked. Like, damn, defeated. Devastated, yeah. yeah. Like, damn, again. Yeah. Again. And on ABC, too, you know, like, that was pretty crazy to see, you know, UFC on Channel 7. But, yeah, to be on national broadcasts getting slapped again, you know, it's like, damn, dude. Yeah, he got, and he got slapped really bad by fucking Benil the last time. So it can't be good for him. I mean, he was out, out. And then on top of that, Jason Herzog just fucking fell all over him, put his ball sack all over his head. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, him. <laughs> I forgot about that. I'm sorry. I remember you tagged me this morning. I'm like, man, come on, Scotty. That was fucking up. It's going out bad. But you know what? That's the fight game. Yep. Jorgen DeCastro also got knocked the fuck out by Jargis Daniel. He had been there. He had been out of the UFC for four and a half years, and this was, like, his return to the UFC. I don't know if it was, like, he was off contract the whole time and got re-signed or if he was just, like, away for a minute. But he got that bad finish on Jorgen DeCastro. He fell back. Did you, did you see the finish? I might have seen that. Was that the bigger the bigger dude? The heavier like he guy? fell back, like, stupid kind of? Yes, yes, yes. With yeah, his I knee back. That. Yeah, that, that, that was, was savage. It was bad, bro. The way he fell was just, like, no. He probably fucked up so his leg, too. His name is Man Mountain. It's his nickname. This guy, yeah, this guy is fucking huge. So when he landed that right when Jorgen uh, was fucking rushing in, I I was like, oh, it's lights out. And then Jorgen just collapsed, bro. His knee just gave out. His, His arms, arms just <laughs> flailed out and like he was spread eagle, bro. He was. <laughs> he really was. I was. That was pretty savage. I think for sure he got a 50 k bonus. I don't even know. Let's let's look it up real quick. Yeah, let's look it up because. I mean, with a, with a lackluster card like that, I mean, who are they going to give money out to? They I better mean, give some bonus. UFC's yeah. like, damn, we saved <laughs> we saved ourselves some money. Have they I ever would say not maybe the Have they ever not given some awards? 
I have no idea, honestly. I haven't been. I feel like I've been following the UFC for a cool minute, but as far as like awards and stuff like that, well, I, like I at don't least know. the bonuses, like, uh, like let's just say they were all like boring fights and there was no fight of the night. Like, as I far think. as I've been watching the UFC, that never happened. Or There's like, always one. Let's say there was no like finishes and like they don't give a knockout, uh, knockout bonus. Or they give performances of the nights and fight of the nights and stuff like that. They kind of like switch it up. Like every once in a while, they'll have like oh KO of the night, you know, or like some shit like that, but. They do switch it up to like a fight of the night, and I think both of the guys get a fucking bonus or whatever. So yeah, so fight of the night ended up going to um, uh, Sam Alvey and um, really, yeah, I guess they're. I mean, they just wanted to they wanted to save Sam Alvey after that late stoppage. Yeah, that ref wanted to see some blood with that one. Oh my god, he got put to sleep. <laughs> well, I guess uh, they asked uh, what was the name Julian Marquez about you know the stoppage and. Defends him uh, later than he could have, or, or did you think it was a good stoppage? I think that was great. You know, <laughs> I, I I hit him and rocked him. I ended up dropping. He went to his knee. He went for the wrestling, the wrestling, and I was hitting him in the side of the head, but he was still pressuring forward. He was still moving. The hits that I was hitting with him was with my knuckles. They're hitting the side of the head. He was still in it. As you saw when I turned around to his back, he was trying to stand up. So he still was there. He still was conscious. He was still moving. I think that was a great, you know, a great uh, letting the, the fighter fight. Because if he would have dropped again, it would have been different. But he didn't. And then I went for the choke, which then finished it. Like, we're fighters. We need to fight. Sam Alvey's been in there multiple choke, times. How many like... times have we think Sam has been out? He's been dropped multiple times. His last fight, he got dropped flat back, and then he fought to stand back up to a draw. If they would have called it right there, we wouldn't have seen that draw. We wouldn't have seen what had happened. So... Mark Smith is an amazing referee, and I think he did a phenomenal job. Nice, nice. I like so, that. I mean, like, that I was like, because you asked me too, you know, and I, I thought it was pretty just. I mean, yeah, because when we were watching it, I did see the like argument in a way that it was too late, but it was just because I felt that it was a little bit more devastating in the way that like he got rocked and then he got put to sleep, you know. So it was like <laughs> it just looked really bad, but <laughs> but did. he was fighting <laughs> after, you know, like kind of like trying to get up, being being aware of what he was doing not he wasn't out completely so i was like all right all right but yeah um what else on the card did you have like any notable fights um no that's it huh the yeah. oh impa kasanga night got that dub again okay so 170. yeah impa coming back maybe um that, w- that was a cool and come yeah and dropping dropping down to 170 you know he looked and way he smaller looked, he definitely got rid of uh, a lot of unneeded muscle yeah. i feel like yeah. And uh, and he still looked damn good at 170. He was mm-hmm. fast. He was strong. Um, and he finished it with a nice choke. I mean, he he jumped on the guy's back. Didn't even get hooks in, and, and got the choke. So um, yeah, yeah, it was a it was a good comeback f- uh, fight. That's that's really all I, all I got from for this week. We can touch on next week or yep. uh, I was gonna say next week <laughs> some fights during the week. Outside of UFC. Too. Oh yeah. Oh oh, we should talk about that. The did you see the Mighty Mouse get finished? Yes, yes, I did. That knee that he ate was fucking the grounded knee bro. where it's so totally one, legal and pride. One one championship was on TNT. Or was it one? Yeah, it was it, on it's one. crazy. A lot of these. Uh, yeah. it, it seems like the and Bellator on Friday was on TNT too. I think. Yeah, yeah, the the nation showtime. is seem seeming oh, to showtime. Yeah, seems to um be embracing mixed martial arts now. I feel like that's yes. good for UFC to like be on their ass more of like trying to keep the people. Like on their you got to give them f- yeah. good fights, bro. You can't yeah. just give them watered down, you know. Like, I mean, obviously, if MMA is going to be all over TV now, I mean, I guess you're going to be seeing all kinds of fights, whether they're big or they're small, you know. And but I've been seeing the argument a lot lately that like the best fighters aren't in, in UFC. It's like telling the people to go outside of UFC to check out the Bellator, the one, and like the Pride to see if there's a yeah. any any other great fighters that that can compete. Um, I don't. I wouldn't say that. The best fighters are not fighting in the UFC, but there are some, some hidden, not hidden talents, but there are some like some some gems out there that don't fight for the UFC. You know, like I mean, like there's that guy that knocked out Mighty Mouse, who's pretty good, Adriano Ad- Marais. Adriano Marais is the champ over there at one one championship, and he showed he showed why he is the champ. I mean, he no one's ever put out Mighty Mouse like that. You know, even though over there, okay, the the, the knees to grounded opponents is legal. He rocked him. Before he already that, had yeah. him rocked before that, bro, and bad uppercut. Like that uppercut landed flush, bro, and had Mighty Mouse like, oh shit. So even if it wasn't the knee that landed, 
some more fo follow up shots. Fo I mean, follow up punches on the ground. I mean, that would have been uh, lights out for him anyway. You know, so I think it was just a quicker, <laughs> quicker way to end his night. You know, yeah. with that knee and fuck, dude, that was bad. I was just thinking I, in my head. I don't like them, but yeah, shit, they're legal over there. So yeah, why not, you know? I was just thinking in my head out uh, during the interviews, or sorry, like because he went for a post fight interview still, like he was still talking to the press, and he had a question by Damon Martin. And Damon Martin asked him, um, he pretty much said, like, you were just talking the other day about Aljamain's finish, right, with the knee getting like need to grounded opponent. He's like, now he's like, it kind of ironically happened to you, you know, like how do you feel about the knees? Like, do you still think they should be like legal? And he laughed about it at first, you know, like he was just like, that's funny. Like it did, you know, I did say that last week, but he's like, nah, I still feel like they're legal. Like I, I got rocked and then I was trying to look for like an underhook or like some kind of position. And then he was just like, I was just hit by that knee and I didn't see it coming. Like that was my own mistake, but I still think that these should be implemented in the game and they should be a part of MMA, you know, like, I don't know how I feel about them personally. I do like the way that like it allows certain things to like be a, a middle ground, you know, where you can kind of like not get hit with something when you're like super, super out of position. You know what I mean? Like as far as like a knee or like a soccer kick kind of thing to you when you're down, that could fucking, I feel like that'd be so devastating to someone. But I don't know. Do you think they should be a part of like MMA? Like, would you like to see it in the UFC or like, do you like the way it is right now? I don't, I don't like knees to the grounded opponents just because they're, they're vulnerable, you know, and, and leverage yeah. is everything, you know, so you're, you're in a vulnerable position. You have a lot of leverage where power with leverage is going to like, or weight with, with your leverage, you know, that's going to create a lot of power, you know, and you can really yeah damage somebody. I mean, okay. Yeah. Knees are legal when somebody's upright, but there's. The force is not as strong, I guess you would say, mm -hmm. as if somebody was in that vulnerable position, you know? So I just don't think they're they're right in the sport, you know? I mean, they got they got rid of them in, um, for a reason. Yeah. I mean, one championship is kind of a newer promotion that's coming back, and it's foreign. It's in Singapore. I think they're trying to kind of uh, recreate pride in, 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 in a certain way. I think pride owners went to one and they uh, like were part of one that makes a lot of sense so with that being said i think they're trying to just carry on that origin that or that tradition i guess yeah, that, that rule set that old school fighting because i mean i guess the way they look at it is like if it's this is a street fight everything anything goes you know but mm -hmm. i mean it's not a street fight it's a sport yeah you know? so you gotta kind of have to take the dirtiness uh, Cause if I mean if it was a street fight, there'd be eye raking, there'd be fucking groin strikes. Yeah, um, uh, was it fish hooking? There, I mean, yeah. anything goes in a street fight. I mean, you at that point you're like fighting for your survival, and in, in a cage in a ring, you're not fighting for your survival. Yeah. yeah, they have that mindset like it's kill or be killed, but no, in real realistically, it's like, dude, you're going out there to fight for money. Mm -hmm. You know, I do it safely as possible. You know, like I don't know, I just don't think it needs to a grounded opponent should be a part of it yeah i feel that but that's all i gotta say one thing i was gonna say is um about what you guys were saying earlier about like how i felt about um mma being on a different broadcast like i like that they're on tnt i like that they're on showtime like that's gonna make the american audience and especially people around the world watch mma more and then like It'll probably just get the other companies more money because Bellator had a good couple cards there last ones like I think this last one was okay but you know people it, who really like the sport yeah. even even before um, they're now on national broadcast it's like oh now it's easier to watch MMA when I'm not like yeah. obviously most people's favorite shit is UFC because yes. it's the it's the ultimate platform you know it's like playing for the NFL NBA here yeah. MLB and all that shit you know so Bellator it's kind of like oh well we're the we're, the, we're we're here guys you know like mm -hmm. we got we got some decent fighters too you know like i mean they do but it's just very very seldomly do they have somebody that's like oh okay they're they're pound for pound in the world it's yeah. not just okay you guys you're good in your organization you know like one one person i think that for sure would transition very well like Michael Chandler is, is is up there in the in pound for pound of the world because he transitioned very well going against a UFC competition. Yeah, and Patricky 
Pitbull, I think for sure would would come over here and and um, and and damage that one forty five uh, division. I mean, he's I think he's better than like for sure like half of the top ten. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So I think he 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 if he were to transit, and it's all a matter of money. Bellator is just like fuck. This is our guy. We got to just dump all our money into him. If not, then he's going to for sure go over to the UFC. The Grand Prix final is going to be really good right now, honestly. If you, oh, if versus you, uh, AJ McKee. Mm-hmm. So it's AJ McKee who's pretty much like Bellator's prospect, like someone that they've had since born, he's... Yeah, born and raised yeah. type of shit. Yep. yep, out of the amateur series. I think um, Scott Coker said that he went to go see him, really liked how he fought, but he was like, he needs stuff, like he needs time still, so... Brought him on and then kind of like slowly built his career until he like faced a little bit of adversity against one fighter. I guess from there, a lot of people that commentate like Big John and and Josh Thompson, they talked about how they seen him make leaps in his games just from that moment where he faced adversity because he was like, I have to get better. You know, like these people are a lot closer than I'm thinking. And now that it's going to line up perfectly for him and Patricio, I think, not Patricky. I think Patricky is the older brother. Oh, it's the older brother. Yeah, and then I think Patricio is the younger one. Oh, okay, so Patricio, the Mm. 145, right? Yes, yes. But he's a beast. Like, he he got that sick finish in the beginning of the fight against Emmanuel Sanchez. Locked up that choke and even put him to sleep pretty badly. Like, yeah, I just think it's, he's one that for sure can argue, right? Like, being one of the best fighters across, like, the... The whole pound for pound list, maybe in MMA right now, the whole sport. But then you think about like light heavyweight that they're building now. They have that Grand Prix for the heavyweights, like the light heavyweights, which is pretty good too. I mean, Lyoto just lost to Ryan Bader, which is a rematch. You know, it happened not that long ago. Did you watch that fight at all? Uh, we, I mean, yeah, yes and no. It wasn't, and I think these guys are just too old now. Yeah, they're for sure. They're older in their careers now. I mean, Bader. He had a resurgence in his career because he went over to a, an, an easier organization, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. You know, the competition's not as tough. Let's go. Yeah. And, you know, he ultimately, uh, he was going down in weight. He's a light, he's a heavyweight going down to light heavyweight, and he's just faster than everybody there, you know? and uh, Or vice versa. He's a light heavyweight going up to heavyweight. Beating everybody there. You but know? He had won the belt at, at light heavyweight. He was a double champ for a bit. Yeah, he beat Phil Davis pretty, you know, uh, convincingly. So it wasn't until he met Nemkov where he is like. Got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. But. um, All right, one more thing. Yeah, that's Bellator. Oh. Yuri Lapakis and, and Eddie Alvarez. I was going to ask. Yeah, you about I was that. just about to say yeah. Eddie Alvarez once again fucking getting disqualified for fighting dirty. Uh, no, nah, I wouldn't say fighting dirty, but fuck, dude, know your, know the position you're in. God damn, I mean, you're you're a veteran. How many times have you been in in situations like that when you're beating somebody up and you just know, like, dude, his head was turned. Okay, like if anything, just like stuck the head, push, yeah, separate yourself and fucking, you know, posture up. Or, like this dude was just beating on the back of his head, and it was like. But one thing I will say is that homeboy did kind of, kind of play it off a little bit. He, he should uh, win a Grammy for that one because yeah, that, Sterling too. Yeah, I mean <laughs> the the last shot that landed on the back of the head wasn't the ultimate devastating blow, and he lacked it like the last one that landed was like, oh, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, but I mean, two Eddie Alvarez was like beating on the back of his head. It was more than five punches to the back of the head. You know, yeah. And, how, how many times have we seen this? I mean, when he fought when he fought Dustin Poirier, it was in a, a, a dominant position and need him while he was obviously down. So it was like, fuck, dude. Like, yeah. It's just lack of awareness, I feel like. You know, and you're a veteran. You know, it's like you already had him hurt. You were beating his ass the whole fight. Yeah, he did. Just kind of wait, be patient, and separate, and, you know. That's what sucks, too, is that, like, it looked like he after this fight he was going to be able to get a title shot for their – for one's uh, lightweight champion or whatever. And um, I thought it would have been good for him to get that dub because, I mean, he was dominating, you know, and that's like a position. That's something you don't want to see is, like, someone that's dominating a fight make a dumb mistake where they get fucking disqualified. I did see a lot of people fucking talk about how they thought it was unjust, though, that that the guy, Eddie, also, sorry, uh, Yuri Lapakis, that he was turning his head a lot to kind of make it hit the back of his head. But I'm like... 
I see two ways, you know, like that's someone defending themselves and trying to like turn away from getting a really bad blow. But at the same time, like I, they were saying how the ref should have been clearer and what he was saying, because he called it really quickly, you know, like careful with the head. And then as soon as he hit him one more time, like that was it. But I mean, it's just a confusing situation, you know, like it's I want to be mad at Eddie, but then I'm like, fuck that. It's just a bad situation altogether in itself. But no, sorry, I thought you were passing it. <laughs> I'm on. I dove for it real quick. Yeah, I don't know. I think every Eddie Alvarez is uh, <laughs> one hell of a fighter, but you know he's just he needs to fight smarter. Yeah, just be more aware. You know, but um, next that week. sucks. But yeah, next week we got Gastelum versus Whitaker. Gastelum versus Whitaker. I want you guys. Um, the hype yeah, behind like, this I one f- isn't as strong as it once was, but oh, for sure, no. it's still one hell of a fucking fight. Yeah, I will say that. So. That being said, I got Whitaker, and I think it is going to be a, a five round banger. Yeah, me, me too. Uh, I don't think if someone gets finished, I think it'll be Gasolum. Yeah, for sure. But I think it's going to be a five round wa- five round war. It's going to be back and forth, just Bro. beating the shit out of each other. I think. I personally think that Whitaker is going to win in like the third or fourth round. Oh, wow. I think he's going to get the finish. I just don't think Gastelum has shown me anything. Well, you know what? In his last fight against Ian Heinish, I just wasn't impressed. I just I thought it was a good win. You know, he, like, kind of out-wrestled him in some moments. And, like, he did well. But, like, it wasn't like you're going to be this top guy in he's the division. He's not top tier anymore. Yeah, yeah it just it, – I don't see that hunger in him at least or – I don't know. Maybe we'll see some different Gastelum because he is stepping up for someone else that stepped out as far as like Costa. Costa was supposed to fight this. And so like maybe he's going to have this big fight and maybe he can get that title shot against Adesanya or something like that. Especially if he wins this, like that'd be huge to make that like rematch. I mean, okay, say he finishes Whitaker, knocks him out clean, out cold, just slept. That'd be fucking crazy. I don't think that justifies him getting a rematch with Adesanya, you know? Because there's other guys on winning streaks. There's other guys that, okay, yeah, you finished the top guy, but I don't know. Maybe it does. Maybe. Let's let's show off some of the tattoos real quick. I think. uh, Show off some of the tats. Like close-ups. Yeah, I got Whitaker winning by decision. Yeah, I have Whitaker too. I just feel like it's gonna be a harder fight than so, than than he thinks for Gasol. Like Gasol's gonna come out and like try to like put on like a war, like you said, or like they're gonna bang it out for like a good five rounds. I feel like decision win for Whitaker. Yeah, decision. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a, a, a gonna be a good fight. Probably fight of the year contender type. You know, I could see it. At least yeah. that's what my hopes are. Yeah. You know, that my, it's my expe- expectations. It could just be a flat, boring-ass, like, yeah, just I feel like with Kevin Gastelum, like, you don't know what you're going to get when, when he gets in the ring. I know. That's why I'm like, ah. Uh, but I do think that it's going to be mostly a striking battle because I don't think that Gastelum is going to be able to wrestle him down. I see in, in one of the interviews, too, especially Whitaker was saying, back at that time that we were going to fight, I think Gastelum's main game plan was for him to take me down on the feet, like, the ground and try to out wrestle me he's like now i for sure don't think that'll be able to happen for him so he's gonna have to switch up his game and as far as on the feet goes i think i'm gonna be too much for him i think i'm gonna eat him up and i'm like i agree with that like i do think he's too much on the feet because he's a really good striker even with izzy he was so fucking close on a lot of strikes and and whitaker is healthy now yeah that's number one you know he was i felt like he fought adesanya injured and I mean, I'm not trying to make excuses for Whitaker because yeah. I was going for Adesanya, but um, I think he wasn't a hundred percent, and I think mentally too, he was kind of checked out a little yes. bit. And um, ultimately, I think the next fight, if he if he does get a, a, a rematch with Adesanya, will be a better fight for sure. Yeah. It'll be a, a a smarter fight. He won't be lunging in like he usually does. I think he'll be picking his shots, trying to kickbox with with Adesanya. I think that's real tough. I don't think he. I don't think he wins. Is what I'm trying to say against Adesanya. He. I don't think he wins again. Or yeah. I mean, even gets. I don't. Even, I don't think he survives three, three rounds. No. No. 
Adesanya? Yeah. I think Adesanya, because I don't think he can close the distance and grapple. When have you seen Whitaker grapple or clinch up, you know, and engage that? I mean, not too often, you know, so. But, uh, I think he did against Till a little bit. Uh, yeah, see, and but he got, he was yeah. in danger. Till had him hurt, you know, so, I mean. He was taking him down in the moment sight, like, Till just wasn't expecting it so that he could, like, secure a win, and which Ad- I understand. Adesanya has a way vast, bright, like, a bigger, he has, like, a bigger range of, like, weapons and shit, you the know, like his strike. arsenal. And, yeah. Like, he just has different striking you don't know what he's gonna do, you know. He has mm-hmm. kicks, he has elbows, punches, fucking all kinds of shit, you know. Fucking all the what shoes, you know. Last style bender. <laughs> he only lost because the other guy was way bigger than him. Yeah, honestly, it was a size <laughs> thing. That's all I'm gonna stick with. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but yeah, honestly, I I, think I, see I got it. Whitaker mm-hmm. for sure. That's all I'm right. locking that in. There's one co-main event. Jeremy Stevens versus Jacar yeah, Close. There's always one co-main event. I hope that is not <laughs> two, cause that'd be <laughs> shitty. <laughs> All right, well, Dracar close, Jeremy Stevens. I got the boy Dracar. Fuck no <laughs> way that Stevens is going to I think Dracar is going to get slept again. Oh, you think so by Jeremy nah, Stevens? No, 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 no. Oh. But I do. I think a Jer- Steven ha- Jeremy Stevens has a pretty good shot. Yeah. I think. Because he had he had Calvin um, Cater, you know, he had him not hurt, but he he tagged him up a little bit before they. Yeah, Benil hurt. And, yeah, Dracar had Benio hurt. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. So I think it's just going to be a firefight, and I think Jeremy Stevens can clip him. I think, I think he can get him. If he gets a finish, I'd be surprised. He's on a pretty bad losing streak. His record is shit. As far as, like, wins and losses goes, like, he's not on a positive one. He's, I think he has more losses in the UFC than he has wins. I'm almost certain of that right there. I don't want to speak out of hand, but I'm sorry, Jeremy Stevens, if you're listening, but I fucking doubt it. <laughs> I just know him from, uh, he's the one that fought Yair, right? And, like, got yeah. eye-poked right away and didn't yeah. want to fight. That sucked, though. But he got eye-poked yeah. and he couldn't see, like, at the time, I feel like that was the first eye-poke that, like, was fight-ending. You know what I mean? That, like, really yeah. got stuck in my head because it was a main event. I, I feel like what was so bad was that it was, right, like, 10 seconds, 20 seconds into the fight or something. Yeah, like literally, then, like, like, first 20 seconds. We were so hyped for that fight, and then it's like, oh. All right. Yair still hasn't fought. He got fucking caught up like we were talking about the other day. He got caught up for not running. checking in. Yeah, he was running, bro. Yeah. You think he, he was on something or he just like He could be on something. I mean, a lot of fucking fighters say that like you can cycle in and out of stuff still like with the, as far as like PEDs go. You think he was like doing something or you think he was just kind of like not being responsible with checking in? I think he's on that cocaine. That cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. Uh, that's pretty suspect. Yeah. You ask me, you know, um, that's my boy. That, that's La, La Raza right there. He's letting us down. Uh, what's his nickname? <laughs> Fuck, La Pantera. La Pantera. Um, I think I think he just needs to um, fess up. I mean, if you're doing bad shit, bro, just fucking get caught for it. Do the time. Yeah, like TJ. But if, TJ you can't got do caught. The, if you can't do the time, don't, don't do, do the, the crime. Yep. <laughs> what's, what's today? April 15th um, is going to be the Nemkov versus Davis 2. That should be a pretty good fight. That's next week, too, on Friday. Nemkov, this is a rematch that they had. I think Davis had a pretty good fight with him, the the first one. In the end, he started to close the gap a little bit and start like, implementing his game a little bit more. I want to go with Davis, honestly. I like Nemkov. He's cool. He's Fedor's uh, prodigy, pretty much. He's the young gun, the young Russian uh, killer right young now. Drago. I think, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm going I'm to I'm roll with Nemkov for the second fight, for sure. But, uh, yeah, I I think that's it, dude. I mean, pretty weak, uh, weak, weak coming up. Weak, weak, yeah. And oh, then... And so we got the three title fights. Yeah, that was what I was saying. And then the pay-per-view after that. That should be bangers, honestly. And the whole card is pretty fucking good. Oh, I don't know if... You know what? We'll touch on it later. What is I it? was going to bring up the... There was, like, some controversy going on with Rose and I'm human. Wait, what? Whoa. I kind of want to know now. You got to turn the music off. <laughs> Let's extend this All right. episode. Let's see. All right, so I seen on social media. I saw you post that one thing that said about the Kami thing. Yeah, okay. So she made some <laughs> comments about Wei Li, not Wei Li specifically, but saying that, okay, she's going into this fight with um, 
with certain motivations because she represents a country that's commun like a communist country, I guess, right? Like okay. I, is there it, right? Am yeah. I, okay. I'm not too familiar with the po- the politics and shit, but I know China is a little bit more strict on their China's China's laws are crazy. Right. So they're they're strict. I mean, they're not crazy like you know they fucking slaughter their own people or shit like that. But I know they're pretty damn strict on. There's there's stories about shit like that. Like uh, there's a lot of like if you like start to get into stuff that I guess she could be exposed to. There's a lot of stories about like people that um, like the early whistleblowers of COVID and shit like that, that they were pretty much like missing after a bit. Like a lot of them would go missing. A lot of people in China go missing and like the government knows where you're at pretty much all the time. Like they have like these trackers on your phone and like they have a good person system kind of thing like the more they see you in a certain area the more points you get on like your civilian kind of rating or whatever that's from what i heard i i seen this thing this video the other day and um it's pretty much like you're pretty much like getting tracked by them the whole time and they have like the cctv videos on you in essentially like every area so it's try to to try to promote you to be a good citizen and stuff and like when people don't fall into line like i've seen i've heard a lot of crazy shit about it you know what i mean i that's just conspiracy side my tinfoil hat thing you know what i mean crazy yeah so well she made a comment like pretty much like she's going into this fight with uh, a lot of motivations because she's coming she she comes from a family that came from a country that was communist and this and that so she's fighting with like a lot behind it because she goes she said (laughs) i'd rather be dead (laughs) than red and I guess red means you're communist, communist, communist right? Yeah. So that sparked like a whole thing on social media because now that she's, what is that like when you're, I don't even know the term they give people when you're like against somebody because of their political views. Like what do they call that? I have I no idea either. Yeah. I, I wouldn't I don't even know what to call it. I don't even know. I know there's a term out there for it. I know people are, see with politics, when you mix shit like that, it's like, you're mixing a whole bunch of poison into whatever you're talking about because that a lot of people take politics seriously. I mean, it yeah. is a serious thing. So, I mean, I don't know. A lot of people were offended by it. I don't know how I feel about it because I don't know too much. I mean, I think she, to her, it's like, oh, well, my family comes from a communist country and we're against that. And I, that's I'm fighting for everything that's, Again, yeah. pretty much she's trying to put Wei Li into a, a communist, like... You're uh, a commie. You're I'm, a com- I'm, exactly. I'm fighting for capitalism. You're exactly. Like, you know? you're whatever. I'm fighting for America. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> yeah. what she, Yeah, capitalism and you know what? That, that could be very controversial, especially in what the time we're living right oh, now. Oh, dude, like, cancel so. culture is heavy right now. So they were like, oh, fuck, not me, this and all this other shit. It's like, okay, well, first off, she comes from the... Was it the Midwest? Yeah. Right? With Ms., uh Wisconsin? I think she is from the Midwest, right? That's like pretty much. Or is that the US? Yeah. So, I mean, she comes from a place that's still kind of racial in a way, Mm -hmm. you know? So maybe she's just her, her her upbringing is just different, you know? I don't know. Maybe it was just bad word choice too. I'd rather be dead than red. You know, it's kind of like. Yeah, that's, that's, that that sounds a little bad. Well, cause now it's like you're making this fight political. Yeah. In a way, you know. And do you want that right now? Do you like, want that on the UFC? Do you want that kind of spotlight on a title fight? Uh, yeah, and like know? that's for sure going to be a question someone asks her. Like they're not going to skip around that. And it's like, okay, well, are you going to be upset about somebody that's from Iraq or from Syria or from all these other countries that are all also in conflict with yeah. or whatever? Like, yeah. And, they, and I don't know. I think it was just a bad choice of words and. Mm. I'm not mad at her, but I just think it was just a bad choice of words, and I think she just didn't. Per- she didn't say what she was she wanted to say, and it came yeah. out wrong. I think you know what too, like you know how there's certain fighters that will, like you said, take motivation in certain things and make it their fuel to like fire their their like motivation for the fight or whatever. Corey Sanhagen, he's kind of similar, right? Like he said, he's like sometimes I think about like. I'm going to go in and try to eat this motherfucker's heart, like, or some crazy shit, you know, like, in his head. And it sounds bad to people, and, like, that that could have been, like, one of those things she thought in her head, and, like, 
it sounds bad to people, but if you would have kept it to yourself, like that's good motivation. You right. know? Like, <laughs> like you don't tell people about this. You keep this to yourself. Oh, like. Yeah. Politics, dude. I mean, people get all wild up yeah. when you, anything, anytime you bring anything in, in sports too, when you mix sports with politics, it just fucking makes it uh, ugly, you know? Like with Jordan, back in the day, Jordan almost got canceled sick. They were super mad at Jordan because he didn't want to sponsor, like, this um, this one, like, politician for the co- the state that he pretty much, like, was born in. He didn't want to, like, sponsor his black guy that was running for mayor, I believe, or something like that. And the other guy that was, like, running against him was, like, super racist, like, had some, like, crazy statements that he had said in the past. And Jordan was like, I sell, uh, he's, like, pretty much just said, I sell I sell shoes to Republicans too, so like he didn't want to get involved at all. Like so he's just like I don't care. Like you know what I mean. And he got super like people got really mad at him for saying that because he didn't get political when they thought he had a platform to say it. You know what I mean. And so it's like it's weird. Right, like you really can't win. You you're can't damned win. if you do, damned if you exactly. don't. Exactly. You know. So that's why it's just like, especially now in this day and age, fuck cancel culture, bro. And with that. I think we out, bro. What else? You got anything you want to say? Anything you're excited for for the next weeks to come? Other than the card. I mean, that fucking pay-per-view is going to be fucking dope. Um, no. Just right. taking it day by day. Oh, yeah. Living your life. <laughs> oh, yeah. With that, thank you guys for listening. If you stay tuned, I appreciate it. Thank you, Alexis, for being on the camera. And I appreciate you, my boy. Oh, thank you. Anytime. Every time. Hell, yeah. We out.